Hey, I'm going to mod you up so we can start pulling people up, okay? So we just pulling up everybody or we gonna wait for the other mods to get here before we start? Um, yeah, I'm gonna, um, yeah, they can raise their hands or whatever. And you can pull up the, um, mods, you know, the regulars, pull them up or whatever. So they can be able to ping people up and bring some more people in. Gotcha. Hey, lady. Hey, Miss Tara. How you doing, Queen? I'm good, sugar. And now they ain't all taken. It's just motherfuckers don't really want the good ones. Ooh. Yeah, girl. I definitely wouldn't have picked my late husband out of a lineup, being that he was white and everything, but not just white, but white and a nerd. But he loved me better than anybody I've ever met in life, including parents. So mm. made me feel important, you know, mm-hmm. but he had a hard time with women his whole life. As far as what? If we he don't didn't have no swag for real. Like he didn't have, he didn't have any confidence. He was bullied as a child home and at school, you know what I'm saying? So his self-confidence was very low and he just didn't feel like, you know, anybody wanted him. Wow. There's nothing wrong with the way he looked. And then when he was younger, eh, I probably wouldn't have had that mullet, but, um, you know. (laughs) I'm going to be (laughs) tired. I love my baby. I know. And I miss him so much, but I'm just being honest. And, you know, they were, they gave him a hard time, you know, so he just never really felt like he was worthy of any, you know, of anybody. He didn't lose his virginity until he was 24. And he immediately married her. (laughs) Which was you? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. No, we literally weren't even together that long. I met him in 2014. We started dating in 2015, and he passed in 2021. Yes, come on up, man. We got to talk about this, man. We got to talk about this. I said there was only one good man in the world and he passed away on me. Ain't no more. 
I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say that. I'm just playing. I ain't, I ain't saying that either, Larry. But what I am saying is, if you don't believe it, you won't achieve it. Right. But I believe that was a good man, though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he was definitely a good man. Mm -hmm. I wasn't gonna marry no piece of shit. That was for sure. That's why I didn't think I was ever gonna fucking get married because all I seemed to have attracted was, you know, shitty ass men. Mm -hmm. And I was like, girl, you ain't gonna meet nobody that you, that you're willing to marry. So you might as well focus on your career and these these kids. Right. Literally the next day, and I started dating. See, look, there you go. Yeah, man. What's up, Truth? Um, oh, I have one question. Are you eating them peaches again today? That's the apple pie right now. Oh. <laughs> mm. I mean, his woman definitely loves him. He's forever eating somebody's fruit. Nah. Ooh. Well, technically, I'll say this. Technically, <laughs> at the moment, your boy is single at the moment. Oh, okay. But but somebody was enjoying that because I was eating a lot of fruit. Yeah, man. Yeah. Now so. she's probably dealing with somebody that, you know what I'm saying, eat Brussels sprouts and smoke cigars. I don't know who she, <laughs> who she with right now, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave that one alone. I'll, I'll, yeah. Y'all can't listen to me. I know I'm crazy. Y'all was funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you, Brody? What's going on with you, True? Not much. So, shit, been super busy. Finally got a fucking day off. Slave. What? Well, what? 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 Okay, worked, now. The work like three weeks straight. No days off. What? Well, what? Well, well. That's right. But you work for you a firefighter or something? Nah, I work for myself. No, I feel that. Hey, Trey. Hey, Trey. <laughs> I guess I say it too. Hey, Trey. Hi. <laughs> what Trey say? <laughs> What's going on with y'all? She got her a good husband, so she can't really speak on what's after. Look, I've been out the game for a minute, and I said, I'm so glad because I, I can't even imagine being out there right now hearing the stories yeah. and stuff, what these women is going through and stuff. I'm like, listen, whoa. It ain't no fun. It ain't no fun. And listen, that's why I'm not in anybody's rush to get back out there. I, I'm still a widow, so leave me alone. But, um, you know... I, I do believe there are good men out there left, but it's just so hard to vet these people and, you know, get actual good information without seeming like a weirdo. That's why I feel like they need the, the whole facts and the bro facts so that we could just yeah. run a motherfucker's name and information to see what's really good. Yeah, we'll stay here. Yeah. Right now, I'm looking for I'm looking for a woman that can align with what I got going on in my life, and if she can be helping me, then we can get along together. Okay, and what about you being a help to her? What her helping me is helping her because we we align. Oh, 
help, help me, help you, help me. I got yeah, exactly. That's what I got. Rounding around. Oh no, I think. Man, his man and what's yours is man, babe. I think a lot of expectations yep. is unrealistic on both sides. I think that's the biggest problem. Yep. I'll elaborate a little, but you go ahead and elaborate for us, Truth. What do you mean by that? I think that, you know, man, like the TV and entertainment got unrealistic uh, expectations and shit. It's like a lot of the so-called good men and shit, you know, man, if I pay them niggas, it's like lap dogs. But it go both ways and shit. You know, and I think uh, the biggest thing is just understanding that it's compromise. You know, if two people are exactly the same, that's a boring ass household, man. You know, it's like we gonna have differences. It's just as long as they not like detrimental to the relationship. And you know, understand that it's gonna be compromises here and there. But long as they don't compromise your integrity of who you are as a person, you know, uh, then you know that shouldn't be like no big thing i think the biggest problem is sometimes that we be so much caught in the lust stage at the beginning that it's certain shit that we normally won't tolerate that we'll look past and after the lust phase go away those be the biggest issues but those signs has already been there from the jump and they need to be addressed at the beginning and shit that way don't nobody waste their time you know yep Good answer. Good answer. Where are you in that picture? Uh, we actually in uh like halfway down the Grand Canyon. Uh, okay, like, I de I definitely forgot her, but yeah, where are y'all in that picture? <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad. Like oh, I <laughs> no, you mentioned her. I was just like, where are you in that picture? You like we are. I'm like you are absolutely right. Yeah. yeah, we uh we did like a six month tour of the uh of the country and shit. Like all uh, okay. major sites and shit. Hit the road and shit from Washington, Oregon, California, then into the southwest. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was it was a good six months. I had you know, I had the money to take the time off. Uh yeah, what kind of drugs do you sell? Uh Pressure washing <laughs> services. <laughs> pressure washing services. You know how yeah, what kind of drugs are you selling, buddy? <laughs> so you can just take six months <laughs> off. Yeah, you must be selling that boy, huh? Mm. I just want to put a disclaimer out there. Like, you know, eventually this audio will be uploaded to our Sistical YouTube channel. So let's okay. just let's speak free be mindful of how we speak though but let's be free though <laughs> right 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 not too right. free I'm, I'm not too to free free the profanity free, out free, of free. but yes i'm a, I'm a stand-up comedian anybody that may be listening later so i say stuff all the time just to get a little giggle and i can vouch for that um, hey reese hey quincy reese i love reese's pieces shout out to google game Goo gang. Goo. So Jazz and I came up with this title because oftentimes we hear the phrase of all the good men are taken or they're dead or they're in jail or, you know, they're on the other side. And, you know, can we really say that all the men are taken, all the good men are taken and could we 
how do we know that women are not like it's like broadening their horizons and expanding and and looking in other places um also how do we know that like those men that we see that are coupled up with women are really good men we don't know what goes on behind closed doors so that's just to give you guys a little backdrop on what this um title is about and what this room is about so i'm gonna mute up so you guys can just expand on that me personally since i guess i'm the single male in here i think is i think it is an illusion right you know because you know i've dated around and everything and you know there are some situations i could have got into but i was like mm, i might not be ready for it whatever and now you know I'm, I'm you know putting myself back out there and the conversations that you know i, I i've had with you know some women i'm like mm, I, don't, I don't think i should be with this one or mm, i don't think I, I i'm ready to be with this one because this one i'll just i could just have fun with this one but instead of having fun with her i'll just you know i'll i'll pull back so i'm in i'm in this i'm in this mode now to where i really really you know looking for some people uh, uh for a woman to, to to build with to move forward with and it's it just not coming but i don't I don't say that it's not because I'm good. I feel like it's just because I haven't met that person that's for me. Like, because personally, you know, I got a good job. I live on my own. I got two degrees. Credit scores is, is in the, the 700s. You know, I take care. I'm, I'm a spiritual person, right? Um, I'm, I, I have that laid out, whatever. And so I'm like, you know what? I know I fall into I fall into the pot to where I know for a fact I am one of those good men. I just got to I just have to find a person that matches me so I can move forward, right? But you know, I don't down women, I don't get mad at them or anything like that. I just got to find a person that's for me. And regardless of that, regardless if I get looked over, that means I just dodged the bullet. What's for me is gonna be for me. And you know, I can't wait to meet her. That's right. And as long as you keep that attitude, you will. A lot of people convince themselves that there aren't any good men or there aren't any good women or all men cheat or all women cheat. And confirmation bias is real. You would choose those people that make you right. You would choose that bad boy because, hey, you've already settled with the fact that men are going to cheat anyway. So. Why not just pick one that you like looking at, you know, or why not just pick one that has money or whatever the case might be. So I feel like if you don't believe that there are any good men out there, you will never have one. If you keep an open mind to things and treat people like an individual instead of a whole, because a lot of us will treat people like a whole, but don't want to be treated like a whole. They'll say, well, don't treat me like you treat the rest of them bitches. But you sitting here treating him like you treated every other man. You see what I'm saying? So you just gotta you just gotta keep your mind open and be mindful, you know, that there's probably only one, two, maybe three good men or women out there for one person. You know what I'm saying? So don't pass up a good one because, you know. Could it be a possibility that um there are more good men and good women out there, but some people are not just meant for each other like i know people that break up that never did each other wrong it's just that mm -hmm. their time has ran a course you feel okay me? so 
because they um they just not was a perfect match for each other and stuff. It was not like, good, equally yoked or whatever. Yeah, you know, like they weren't like cheating on each other or abusive or nothing. It wasn't like that. betrayal. It's, it was just yeah, you know, like yeah. me and my daughter, mom. You know, like we we made a mutual agreement like yeah you know we just not meant for each other and shit like we tried to make a relationship because she got pregnant but mm -hmm. you know we were never on that shit at first and it just it was what it was and like we cool you right. know uh but then i know you know man there's some dudes out here that just ain't right you know man uh and there's some women that ain't right you know uh but I, I i think it's a lot of us that are really good it's just that we just haven't been good on picking the perfect well not perfect but the right person that they the want the person perfect for you yeah yeah and you are absolutely right a lot of times like i was trying to say it's like we pick what looks good to us not necessarily what's good for us and so there are a lot of good men and women out there but a lot of them are undesirable um, or don't fit a standard. You know what I'm saying? Might be a gaming dude. They'll never cheat on you, but he loves the game, you know, and he says corny things when he's on the game, but he loves your ass. So like you said, people are picking wrong, you know, and a lot of times we're picking wrong because we really, really, really don't know what the fuck it is we're looking for anyway. So we're just going with what we know we like. Oh, I know I like a dark skinned man. Oh, I know I like a man this this tall. Oh, I know I, I know I like a man that you know likes to eat out. You know, we're picking them based off of small things and not the bigger picture. So I absolutely agree with that. I, I just popped in, so I don't really know what to say. But sounds like a good topic, though. I could say that. It's a good topic going right now. Yes, sir. You got anything to add? Do you think there are are all the good men taken, or is it an Shit. illusion? Shit, I'm taken. He's like, I will. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but like, but like, but like, from talking to Larry, Larry's a good dude, and you know, he's um not saying searching, but you know, he wants to obtain a wife, so. It's a lot of good dudes out there that got stuff going on. It's all about planning and just knowing what you want. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and investing, investing in and believing into what you um putting your all and your time into. You got to pick and choose your battles wisely. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You got to yeah. fight for something. You got to fight for something. Like People think that they can just break up with somebody and give with somebody else, and there's not going to be a problem. You're going to have problems with anybody who you deal with. You go leave one wrong person for the next wrong person if you you don't take the time to fix, you know, what's within you that causes the fill in the relationship in the first place because nobody fucks up a relationship by themselves. Right. Seven Even if you got one percent of the the blame, address that one percent. Exactly. You know. So it's like it's about what people believe in and what they got time for if they. Sometimes people on both sides, men or women, go searching for different things. You might want the big girl with the big booty and the pretty mm -hmm. face, but then she ain't got no substance. She don't know how to cook or she don't know how to take care of bills or whatever. Then you might have the man that know how to provide the money, but he's never home. So, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You got to be able to weigh stuff out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And know what it is that you're willing to deal with and not. Because, like I said, when I got with my husband and things were 
like coming together and I had to look at him and look at myself. I'm like, bitch, you would have never picked this man. You're like, he likes hip hop, but the hip hop he likes is like House of Pain. You know, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Onyx, you know, those all it. Ma majoring in the minor, as they say. Listen, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. And he was, you know, he was white. So never would have thought that in a million fucking years. But um, he loved the hell out of my black ass. So I guess that's all that really matters. So, yeah, you sometimes you got to think outside of the box of what you're used to. Don't put yourself in a box. You know, I only like light-skinned girls. You know, I don't really like dark-skinned girls. Not knowing that dark-skinned girls are some of the downest chicks. Now I'm just playing, but... <laughs> You're going to bless the blessing with that bullshit is what I'm basically trying to say. Anybody could be down no matter what color they are. White, black, Chinese, whatever. It that just depends on what you're building with them that was and what they believe in. It. You know what I'm saying? Whatever they believe in. It was a joke. It was a joke. I'm not Tara, 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 you got to mute up. Like, no. let him, even though he was a joke, he said it. Just <laughs> let him just respond. Let it start to float. That's all. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not no, I'm not tripping, Tar. It's all good. Like, but I'm just saying, like everybody, like no matter what color you are, you could mesh with whoever it is. Just so happen, I happen to find a woman from the Virgin Islands. You know what I'm saying? Who came up in America, and she got good beginnings. But the same white people and Chinese people or Hispanics got the same beginnings too. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta find that person. It's hard to find a person. Before I got my, with my wife that I got right now, I was dating a chick, and I thought she was my all, but she was selfish. She was beautiful and everything, but she was selfish. She was really like, like you ever have a person like, like they could go out and buy everything for themselves and come home and don't give you nothing. But when you go buy one small thing for yourself, where's mine? Oh, you didn't give me nothing. Like, so it's like, there's certain things you got to weigh out with people, but it's all balance and conversation between you and behind your closed door. So one thing I learned is like, you know, everything, it, I don't care if it's the perfectest relationship you have with any man or woman, if you're married or not. You're going to have little bumps in the road. You just got to know how to get through them. You know what I'm saying? Just don't give up so easy. If it's nothing serious, if it's something, something small, it's cool. Now, if you get cheated on, that's to each person's discretion on how you want to deal with it. I'm not going to say how I would deal with it, but you deal with that how you want to deal with it. If you believe you can believe in them and they're not going to cheat no more, that's fine. But you just try to believe in the person who you're with and just go through the struggles because the main thing is like, Believing in something is the major point of everything going on. Just believing in something. So I like believing in my wife and she believes in me. So that's the main thing. But if you give up on them, that just means you just wasted time. You're going to go on to the next person. Who are you going to believe in? Who are you going to fully believe in and go forward with? Because it's not going to be perfect. There's nothing perfect. You know what I'm saying? We all fall, we all fall short. Under God, we all fall short. We all fall short. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I got to say. I'm sorry. My bad. Don't be apologizing with all that good knowledge you just spit. You dropped some jewels, baby. For real. It's all good, man. I'm just tapping in. I'm glad to be a part of this stage with all y'all, all the positive women in here, man. And it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Like me and my boy Larry that's on the stage, we talk a lot about real life stuff. So yes, my guy. Yeah, we talk about on the phone. like, And I, I suggest anybody who you could blend with on Clubhouse, just don't be on Clubhouse with them. Try to get their numbers and talk to them 
and try to figure out something on the side. But you know what I'm saying? It's beyond Clubhouse. It's real life. So if you could if you could bond with somebody, man or woman or whoever on here, I suggest you connect them numbers and talk behind the scenes and, you know, just share information. Because, you know, each one teach one. You know what I'm saying? But how do we bridge that gap between men and women? It seems like there's so many issues between men and women as of in the last 10, 15, 20 years. When, well, we, we, I guess it starts like with sometimes with stuff like this, with bridging that gap, right? With having conversations like these, right? Because you kind of get to understand the other ones. Because when we out there in the world, we're not in an open forum to where we can just ask questions or we may not feel comfortable enough to ask the questions to kind of understand, you know, the opposite sex, right? But when we in forums like this, we can kind of understand. So then when we do go out and we do start, you know, having those conversations and dating, you get the ping of, oh, you know what? Uh, you know, Larry said this, so let me see if, if he agrees with the same thing, right? Or I'm like, you know, or, or Bridget and Tar told me this, so let me see if this young lady might feel the same way. And then once those things start clicking, that helps bridge that, that helps bridge that gap together. And we also got to know that negativity spreads more than positivity. So some of the stuff might not be as bad as it really is. That's why I think me personally, I think that it, it is an illusion because I get to see what some of that some of the positive stuff is like because you know my my mother and their father my mom and dad they stood together they've been together for 30 36 some years right and it's it's, it's it's seven of us so I, I got to see what true love is I got to see you know my my grandfather and my grandmother they were they they were together right um, my other grandma grandfather I didn't get to see them because he he passed away when I was when I um, before I was even born um, but I got to hear my grandma talk about, you know, what that was like, whatever. So I know that it's still out there, whatever. I think that we have become a bit too sensitive and not want to, you know, stand it out, whatever, and actually fight for some of those answers. So I think that we end up doing that and keep having forms like this. I think that gap will keep bridging. Man, that's, that's a good word, Larry. That's a good word. Like I said, like, um, you got to believe in something and it's like it's like when investments with bitcoin or stock or whatever like it might lose value or get like a little dormant or something or like i mean then one day it'll rise back up and overcome everything that you lost and you know? so it's like me i just choose to believe in what i believe in what i do in my life might not work for everybody else it might not work for everybody else but i choose to invest in what i believe in because it's good for me and it's more the good gotta outweigh the bad. That's what I'm saying. So if it's more good, if it's like 80% good and 20% like little shit here and there, like, you know, um, you left your blunt out and the room smells like weed or some like little dumb shit, that's fine. But now if it comes to some other stuff like infidelity or, or just like certain things going on that's lacking, that's another discussion. But, you know, we all sharpen each other. The main thing is that you have to invest in your man or your woman to make them better. We all feed each other. So you have to believe in something. Some people give up so fast. It's it's easy to cheat. It's easy to uh, dwindle out and do what you're going to do. But the, the challenge of making you a king or a queen is to hold it down 
and now fall subject to the easy stuff. The easy stuff is like doing stuff like, oh, your man's not treating you good. You go find you another man and be cheating on him. It's like the main thing is to turn down. Like what makes you stronger is the fight against the worldly deeds that's going on. Like the worldly things that's going on, that's what makes you stronger. It brings substance to the relationship. Anybody could cheat and do whatever if something's going wrong. But if you could fight that, that's what just builds character to the, to the relationship. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Anybody else want to take a stab at how do we, how do we bridge the gap between men and women that has been seem like it has been created in the last you know ten twenty years? Uh, stop pointing fingers at each other and realize we both did wrong to each other. I think that's the shit that hold us up the most is like, uh, it's kind of like we being childish. Oh, well, you did this. Oh, you did that. You know, and yeah, tit for tat shit, you know, like I tell people like, man, men that did women wrong, women that did men wrong. We got to stop pointing at that and just realize we both did wrong, accept whatever and move forward from there without thinking of the past and shit you feel me and just go forward and understand it's a fight ain't shit ain't none of this shit easy uh ain't no relationship is perfect and i think that's one of the biggest things that what you see from back in the day is now is a lot of us don't fight for our relationships no more we easy to give up because it's it's easy to quit you know it's harder to fight but you know i'm not saying fight for a motherfucker that's beating your ass or cheating on you no shit like that but you know petty shit we can't let petty shit build up to the point where we willing to give up, you know, fight for each other and shit. If you really love that person, you shouldn't have no issue with fighting for that person. Yeah. So he basically said what I was thinking. and I couldn't get it all out. That part right there, bro. That's a good knowledge right there. It's, e it's easy to fall substance to like to cheat and just give up. But it's better character building to believe in something and push through it. That's what shows the character and builds us up as one. Now, as far as like this, um, you know, the LGBT stuff and people going through stuff and having child abuse and women getting abused and beat up or, you know, probably like a woman being in the bisexual world, and then coming back to the, you know, the heterosexual world, you know, she might have some curiosities and stuff still or whatever. So you got to choose who, who your mate is. You got to figure out what they go through before you really investing them to know that you're ready for this fight and ready to go through this battle in life with them you know what I'm saying so you gotta pick and choose wisely who you're gonna be with try to find out all angles and try not to have sex too fast before you figure out the person because you know when you're having sex you're you're transferring spirits and souls and energy so try to watch who you deal with because whatever bad in them can get transferred to you to where you might not could be good for nobody else and vice versa you feel me mm, another thing too is that. another thing too is is that you know us as men we got to start checking our homies that's doing fuck shit i mean where i'm from we do do that like if one of the homies not taking care of their kids nigga we on their ass me and, Larry was just and the women about that me and, Larry was just and the women got to do the same thing yeah the women got to do the same thing with the women you know man some of these chicks out here be doing some fuck shit that's you know as a friend you're supposed to check your friend you feel me? So I think that's another thing we got to start promoting this shit. Homies checking homies right, and shit right. for the fuck shit they doing when they got a good person at home and shit. Because that shit don't be cool. Come on, Truth. Man, my homie came through and introduced his girlfriend to my wife, right? 
And ever since then, he done been coming through with different girls. And my wife looking like, who's that girl? Who's that girl? Where's his girlfriend at? Is he still with her? And that shit, you know how I say, birds of a feather, fucker, even though she know I'm not like that, it makes me look at my friend's judgment like, you know, you would like to think that the eagles fly with the eagles and the pigeons fly with the pigeons. So sometimes when you mess with a homie that's doing weird stuff and disrespecting women, you can't bring them around your family because it might not. It might not make your wife think you're doing the same thing, but it might trigger a thought that she don't need your wife to have in her head. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. What do you think, Tara, from a female's perspective, or Rosetta or Trey, what do y'all think will help, like, bridge this gap that it seems like many women been having lately? Accountability. Now, for me, say you're single. You should be taking the time to get to love your own yourself and know what, what is, is going to take from the opposite sex, you know, to kind of help you along and feel more complete because I don't feel like a person can be complete by themselves. That's just me personally. But what you would actually enjoy in a in another individual now, if, if you're like me, you need years to yourself. I need years to myself without, you know, having to be responsible for somebody else's heart. Now, once I realize the things that it is that I desire in a person and I find that person, it is also my responsibility to be honest with myself when I ask this person what they desire in a mate. It's going to do me no good to try to fit into that box if I'm not already in it because I'm going to fail. So we have to be willing to, you know, not only look for what we need, but also accept when we're not the best person for this other person that we feel like is best for us. If I made any sense at all. You made perfect, perfect sense. sense. And sometimes any we don't want to do that. We don't let them, we don't want to let them go. <laughs> any other women want to take a stab at it? I think that um, a lot of it is women wanting to compete with men. Like, for instance, you know, you're in a relationship with somebody and you're like, oh, no, I don't need you. I can do my own thing, whatever. And a lot of women that I <clears throat> that I know is like. They're trying to, I, I don't really know how to say it. It's like they're trying to compete with men and it's be equal to on the same level as a man. And a lot of times it's not like that. Like women, uh, I really don't know how to explain it, but I see it a lot on You're the doing good. You're doing how, good. Keep going. how women will be arguing with the men like they a man you know what i mean so it's like it's okay to let your man be better than you or um provide more you don't always have to show him that you're equal to him or that you can do better than him it's like i i don't know it's just weird that I mean, I see it on this app all the time. Women are trying to be in a man's position when 
you should just stay in a woman's place and not like the olden days where you know women have to do this and you need to stay in your place not like that i'm saying like if certain battles us women don't have to battle we it's okay to let our men take over and uh, be the lead man and wear the pants in the family sometimes we don't always have to prove ourselves if that makes sense Yeah, I know. I, I definitely, think, I definitely feel that. I definitely agree with that. Um, I know a lot of times us black uh, we, women are coming from homes that generally try to make black women, you know, strong, not to depend on women and I mean men, and I think that has a lot to do with it too. So you just gotta kind of, I don't know. I had that problem at once, so I definitely understand your point. I had to sit back and let the man be a man. You can't do all this. You can't do everything, you know? And um, I just think that's what a, a lot of our black women are aggressive in that area. So. I agree. No, I agree with... Um all of y'all points like y'all all make some valid points things that i went i myself went through i had to i think that i wish i think that i wish before i started dating i think i wish i had matured a little bit more but then i think but i'm thankful for all my experiences because i know a lot more than you know i would have i would have known if i hadn't got out there and tried it you know, a lot of times yeah. men don't want to be lumped in a category as simps. Women don't want to be lumped in the category as, you know, um, doormats or pushovers. And we have to get out that mentality because if you have a good person, you know, you should do just about anything to keep to, to keep that person in your life because a Sometimes we're lucky to find somebody better out there. And sometimes like, you know, hey, you know, we got something good, but we still keep searching as if there's something more out there. And then we oftentimes feel like, well, I think, you know, I met my soulmate a long time ago and I just bypassed them. So, you know, we have to just really start trying to learn how to like, you know, I see just learn, have a little bit more maturity before we start having relationships. Now, it's one thing to talk to somebody, one thing to date somebody, but relationships and being committed, you know, through marriage or just being just just being committed in general, like living with that person. I think that we should definitely wait till we are in a mature mindset. So do you think that like is some of that is um, learned behavior, you know, with some people, not everyone. Some people are just naturally aggressive and, you know, want to do their own thing in a relationship. I think it's also influenced by the uh, uh, by the environment that you're around. Right. Or if you if you how how influential uh, that you can can be right because there's a thing called groupthink where uh 
you know, the group as a whole thinks together. Y'all, y'all have one mind, right? Or you got, you could be an individual thinking, just have like your own thoughts. So I think it, it kind of depends on the person and it depends on the, uh, the environment that you're in. Because if you're in an environment like this where we have conversations, right, that person is going to be more vocal and may or may not be, um, uh, be influenced so heavy by the people that they're around in a one aspect, but they might speak out more. So that's, that's why I stand with that. So if you, um, what advice would you give someone that is saying, Hey, I'm looking for a good person or I want to be with somebody. Where do you think they should go look to find that somebody or how do you think they should go about looking for that somebody? Me, I'm definitely telling my young, if I'm speaking to like, if I'm speaking to my younger self, um, I would tell him one that he don't sleeping around with all these women. They, they, they really don't bring nothing but, but a headache. That's for one. Like you can be nothing but a headache. You can put nothing but a another belt, another notch in your belt. Two, I would tell him, you know, to go out to places where he, I, I can be mentally stimulated, right? So that's going to, you know, business expos, conventions, you know, things of that nature. Think places where he likes to frequent because that that means he's gonna possibly find somebody. That alone's that like some things that he likes, they kind of think similar, and that person will kind of be on the same path as him. So that's what I I would have told uh, a, a younger self, especially being especially me uh, being in here at the beginning uh, uh, of Chicago. Definitely would have did things differently than what I did now. I'm gonna tell them to look inside themselves first, because at the end of the day. A lot of us and shit got shit that we ain't fixed inside ourselves, and those be detrimental to motherfucking relationships and shit. So I think the self healing gotta be first because once you know you right, then you gonna know what you looking for. You know I grew up in Chicago too. And I ain't gonna lie, I don't really date women in Chicago because they ass is superficial. You feel me? And a lot of that unrealistic ass motherfucking uh, ideology and shit is spreading all through that shit. You know, women say they want a good man, but then hang around where all the thugs at. Niggas be saying they want a good woman, but hang around where all the ratchet women at. Like, I mean, we know what clubs and strip clubs and all that shit is. That shit ratchet as fuck. How the hell you say you, you know, you, you got what you wanted? You feel me? So you are what you attract. So you got to start looking inside of yourself and fixing that shit first before anything, before you start going to look to love somebody else and shit. Because if you fucked up, how can you properly love anybody else? And that shit that cause problems that you don't even realize, you wondering why shit is all fucked up. And this person is telling you, and you don't even see it because you don't even see shit wrong with some of the shit that you're doing. Then over time, that shit build up and it become bigger than what the fuck it could have been if you just sat back and looked inside and fixed that shit. Because we all got flaws. We all got problems. But a lot of us going looking to mate with somebody, uh, match up with somebody before fixing that shit. And that's why you see a never ending cycle of two, three years, maybe six years relationships and done. 
you feel me? You know, about time we hit 40, we on our third, fourth relationship. Each one have been like three, four years. And we started wondering, like, why, you know, it's not necessarily wasted time, but we wasting time. You feel me? Because once you get to a certain age and shit, you know, man, the dating scene is kind of slim pickings and shit. And by the time niggas hit the age of 40 and shit and the thing fix they self, they already setting their ways. And that's who the fuck they going to be until they die a day. And they ain't even going to see no problem with it because they never, ever had nobody to not only check them, but they never, ever truly looked in the mirror and checked they self. And that's some shit I had to do myself. So I'm speaking on personal experience when I say that. Not necessarily on the general because, you know, I was still doing fucked up ass shit, but was saying I want this, but I was doing that. So once I fixed that, I had to go through the karma of the fucked up shit that I did in the past. And once I got past that, it led me to where I'm at today. Because honestly, I was done with relationships. You feel me? Based on the shit that I went through on the karma, I had to recoup back for the fuck shit that I did. So, you know, man, it take a lot of self-accountability and, and self-work and shit. And once you fix that, you're going to know what you want in a partner. You're not going to be willing to accept anything less than that. No, that's that's definitely a fact. I had um, a perfect example. I had just, you know, just trying to start dating this, uh, this one young lady out here in Chicago. And uh, I thought things were going well. You know, turned out she was, you know... She had was still she had was kind of still dealing with somebody by the time I came to the picture. So she was kind of like one of those types where she would get somebody else before she cut the other person off. And that kind of led to a dangerous situation between me, her and him, whatever, where there was a gun involved. But later on, you know, we had a conversation and, you know, I let her know, like, hey, look, you know, that's a that's an issue. Right. And because this is what happened, like I, I said, look, I'm trying, but. You know, every time I'm wrong, I just keep thinking about that guy. I said, so unfortunately, like, I can't put myself into the situation. And then I can't put my loved one into the situation because I don't know who that who Buddy is. And so you just have to learn to where, like, you know, you got to be able to move on without uh, connecting another person to do it. And, you know, I think she took that lesson to heart. And then a year later, you know, I've seen that, you know, that she was, uh, you know, that she was engaged and was about to be married. So I'm like, you know, it sounded like that she took that advice and, you know, did what she needed to do, whatever. So, you know, a lot of us, we got to make sure that we, like, like he was saying earlier, know who we are as ourselves. And once we know who we are, then it's better to have that connection with somebody because we don't have any of that, that, that baggage or the baggage is light. So we're not bringing a whole bunch of stuff to the next relationship because I, I'm, because I don't think, I don't, I don't think that all baggage is bad. I think some of those, those things are lessons, but you just need to make sure that the toxic stuff that you got, that definitely has to get thrown away so you can build with the other person. Well, here at Sister Cole, we are discussing are all the good men really taken or is it just an illusion? Meaning, do we really know what goes on behind closed doors? And what is it that we can do to be able to find, you know, that one for us and how to bridge the gap between, you know, men and women that has been divided it's not like how it used to be when our grandparents were together like that's what we're discussing here at sister cool so anybody's able to jump in and give their thoughts so far this has been a great discussion the men are definitely in the building supporting the women and we definitely welcome that and appreciate that so much here at sister cool now back to the conversation 
Hey y'all, I just tapped in, just getting off of work, but I definitely like these conversations and I do want to chime. Now usually, like I'm a person who deals with the mental a lot and I've, I chalked up a lot of things that I went to went through in relationships and just, you know, friendships, any kind of social um, relationships that I've had with people. I chalked that up to things that occurred in my childhood and things, situations that I went through with people who probably weren't resolved and that baggage that I carry from those relationships continuing into new relationships just without even trying, you know, it's just because I didn't get closure from a past situation. I felt like I was looking for that closure in these different people or different looking for them to already know you know what i've been through and not what to do to me you know what i mean like it's easy for us to get in bed with people and to really fall into a trap of being entangled with somebody and half of the time just like when you're in like a bad relationship and you don't know why you can't get out it's something that we're searching for that we can only give to ourselves that we're searching for in other people which is probably why we don't find these things because we're so busy about you know worrying about what the next person can do for us or what that last person did to us that mind state that last person put us through we just need to just start worrying about us and just definitely knowing what we will accept and what we won't accept with friendships and relationships and just with ourselves like loving ourselves more most people who deal with people who hurt them or abuse them not everyone but a lot of them if you have conversations with them they don't have a lot of self-esteem they think of themselves in a light that's not, you know, a place that's positive. They're thinking they're depressed. They might have body positivity issues. They may just really feel down about themselves because of things that they have went through. And in versus trying to heal those things and get through those situations, they automatically jump under someone and look for that person to be that coping mechanism. Once that person lets them down, then it's back to square one. You're back falling down, crashing to the ground. I feel like if a lot of us, you know, are focused on our mental health and our spiritual health and our well-being, and we are okay with being alone and we're okay with someone walking out of our lives regardless of how long we knew them a lot of us will be a whole lot you know better off we won't have these people that's able to come and hurt us and make us feel like we're not worthy of love just because of something that they shown us a lot of people like to give up on love once they've been through some things and they feel like okay that was my last shot i give up i'm not finding anybody no more it's all about getting back to yourself and loving you taking yourself out on dates like i'm at the point yes i'm married and yes i'm in a long relationship yes i have kids but best believe every two weeks i buy myself some flowers some beautiful ones you know what i mean it feels good to show love to myself and show appreciation to me and really like big myself up for the things that i've been through in my journeys to where i'm at today because i've been through it honey so for me to even be sitting up here talking with you guys every day is really really amazing and we just have to realize our purpose and even if one relationship doesn't work out that's okay that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you that just means that maybe you need to take a break and you have my grandma always used to say that you haven't met all the people in your life who's gonna love you yet she told me that at a very young age and i really understand what the hell she meant i thought she was crazy i'm like what do you mean like ev do i have to meet a whole bunch of people like i didn't know how to interpret that but as i got older and meeting new people like i have a lot of friends who love me friends that i even never met and these people love me that they go crazy for me never met them 
but we have a bond and we have a connection that nobody can fuck with you know what i mean and that's what it's about just making those long lasting relationships with people matter showing up you know, supporting people who are in your corner and in your corner only. We got to set boundaries in relationships. Start giving, stop giving so much of ourselves to people who we don't see reciprocating those actions and treating us the way that we want to be treated. And just work on you. Do your meditation. Eat right. You know, talk to spirit. Just get in that corner. Wrap your head up in something white. Wear all white. Do what you got to do. Talk to your people and just get some knowledge that way. If you can't find answers and other people you've been searching for, that means you need to look within. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Any more men? I want to give a shout out to a special guest we have here. We have CEO Reek. We appreciate him pulling up. I don't know if he wants to speak or he's just listening, but I don't know if he has something he want to add to the conversation or if any other men or women want to add to the conversation because at the end of the day everybody somebody's out there looking for somebody and we want to build more relationships you know in our community but long-lasting relationships yes you have to be you have to start dating with a purpose you know and push that on to our children because it's a lot of shacking up going on. I think we're getting better at that um, with the, some of the long-term relationships, in my opinion, what I've seen. So, yeah, day with a purpose. How do you guys feel about this? I was reading somewhere online. It was Instagram, I think, somewhere, and I saw a video this guy did. I think he's like a motivational speaker or something like that. And he made a comment. He said, and that shit got me thinking. He said that a lot of people, they go on dates and they expect a long-lasting relationship out of a date. Like a date is just one day in time. Oh and they for the purpose. I love that because it's true. Like even though you're not gonna, you know, fall in love with everybody you right. go out with, but date for the purpose. You know, start saying I'm looking for someone who I want to spend some time. Yeah, like go on a date. <laughs> Fuck a date. Like I'm, I'm dating because I want to get with somebody and I want this shit to last. Like I don't want to date just because I'm hot in the pants <laughs> and I need a little drinky drink on the weekend. I want to go out and eat somebody food for free. Right. Like, <laughs> Like we're gonna let's so go get together on Instagram though. I'm just saying. Let's go out and let's go <laughs> stay. Let's like, you know, start getting to be around people who are gonna stay. Cause even if we don't get them as a relationship, we can get them as a great friend. Cause uh -huh. nothing works out, you know, relationship wise. But some people make a damn good friend. Even if they was shitty yeah, boyfriend, you might find Yeah, you might yeah. Definitely. So I felt that. Yeah. Do you think that women feel like they are obligated to, like, seduce men or, or, or have a sexual relationship with men in order to keep them around or interested in them? Depends on where that woman is in her journey. I remember feeling that way when I was younger. And I remember when I stopped. So, um, yeah, it just depends on, I think, where a woman is in her journey. Agreed, Tara. I definitely feel like that. But I also feel like 
Mm, it's okay with being, you know, because just like we had that conversation in the last room, one of the other rooms about having to dumb down your sexual, your sexual, your sensuality, because a lot of people might not be able to handle that, and they might come off as, ooh, she might want to give me a little something, something, versus this is just how I am, and this is my energy, and I can't help it. That doesn't mean I want you. That just means, you know, I'm confident in my femininity and who I am. You know what I mean? And, of course, I'm aware of how I look. But at the same time, like, that doesn't mean that you are supposed to, you know, get some. And I think it's the way you carry yourself in these situations that will attract the type of people who you want to gravitate towards you in that way, if that makes sense. Like, if you carry yourself as someone who seems pretty easy to be with, which some people do, not everyone. And even though that's not their, that's not the goal, that's not what they want. They don't want to be, they don't want to come off as an easy person. But, you know, it's their mannerisms and the way they, they may flow across the room that may have somebody feel that way too. But I would never, I wouldn't say for a woman to dumb that down. But definitely, yeah, be selective with who you exude too much of that energy to. Because you can turn it off and turn it on, you know. You know how much to give and how much not to give in those situations. But usually, I do feel like some women feel like they need to do that to solidify their place with men, especially depending on how they met them. I think like if you met them in one of those settings, maybe like a club setting or one of those settings like that where people are like out and about. Let's say you met him at Freaknik, God forbid, but y'all hit it off and y'all had a good bond. As a woman, would you feel like you need to, you know, keep that Freaknik of energy going to keep this person attracted to you being that you met him that place that's a good question that's something for the men to be able to answer if y'all met a woman at a at freaknik or wherever someplace similar do y'all feel like she has to keep up with that image throughout the time that you guys are dating or or, or trying to build Men don't want to answer that. <laughs> no, say that again. If you okay, so she used an example of like you know um, a woman happened in meeting meeting a man at Freaknik, and then she feels obligated to keep up with that image in order to keep him interested. Now. Is that something that you men would feel? Say, for instance, if you did meet, you know, a woman in a setting like that, do you feel like that is the person you met her as? That's who she's supposed to be all throughout the time that you guys are talking, dating, or even maybe get into something deeper? That that probably, like, attracted my attention, but I know that's not the real her, whatever, because that was a different me. That was a representative of me that because I showed up that night too, right? But I think it's what happens after that is who is, you know, is who we get to show people we are, right? So there has to be a, there has to be a continuation of that. Let some of that other side that you showed me the other night show me that too because that's what, you know, that's what got me me hooked in. So let me see the other sides of you as well. And some I hope I, like I hope from some people that they even had they even build their relationship and marriages off of uh, of a one night stand. 
So that's on the go off too. Y'all remember when they was doing that 90 day rule shit? Oh my God. How did y'all feel, men and women? Like, how did the 90 day rule make y'all feel? For the men, they didn't do nothing but just give us a time to where we was going to get it. That didn't change nothing. Right? I think that had a lot. What was the 90 day rule? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember 90 days before she gives the cookie up to a man. I'm just saying, but that days I don't expect you to be no quiet boy. You know, I'm I'm gonna assume that you playing somewhere. But I know when them ninety days is up and we get to day ninety one, you better have all that shit about your sister. <laughs> that ninety days didn't change nothing about what a man was gonna do. Whatever's in him is in him. He was what's gonna happen. But the guy does. He just pick a woman that's not on that ninety day thing. And he he'll play the ninety days with you, and then when your ninety days is up, now now you're gonna be on a rotation. So it just depends on how good the night was. Depends on what rotation you're gonna be in. That was a scam. What's it? I'm hollering. <laughs> oh my god, that was a scam. Well, I also think it was it was trying to teach women self discipline, like just because you know, because oftentimes women have given it up. Because they thought they were going to have something. They didn't take the time out to get to know the person. And next thing you know, they done gave it up. And then the man starts acting funny with them. So I think that's, from what I remember, that's one of the things that the 90-day rule was mainly about. Getting to know that person and seeing who they truly are before you start bringing it to another level of intimacy. And you know what I think would have added to that 90-day rule and just made it good? I think that if they would have incorporated like 90 days of bonding activities, every day for 90 days, we're going to do something to bond and see if we like each other that much. Let's see if we can have fun without having sex at all, period. Let's see if we could just enjoy being in each other's spaces. Because most relationships, shit, even today... After the boom, it's nothing else really to chat about. They don't have a bond. They kind of hate each other. They're not really compatible. They're not getting along. But they'll have like a little makeup tornado every now and then. And it'll, you know, keep things at bay for a while. Keep arguments and stuff like that down. But that 90-day thing, I think it was just left in the air. Like, okay, 90 days and then figure it out. But I really think that bonding activities for 90 days, just a different activity every day together, that probably would help a lot of stuff and probably even saved him some time even if he was going to run around he probably be a little bit too tired after y'all done did all this stuff y'all done went hang gliding parasailing y'all done went painting y'all done did this y'all done tried the food y'all done went and did some pottery some clay mold and all that stuff like that y'all done went and really you know created a bond and like i said even if you don't get together on that level you probably end up with a really good friend you know, me personally, a woman never wait, made me wait 90 days. She either gave it to me in a couple of weeks or I, or we never got it at all. But it was never like no, it was never like no timetable. Now, the girlfriend I had in college, like, we waited, we waited a while to have sex because, you know, she was a virgin. So she wanted to make sure that, you know, that she would do it on her 21st birthday, whatever. But... She didn't stop me from doing other stuff. So all that, some of that stuff not is not is kinda like make believe really for me. But like you said, I get that I guess it has to be some type of uh 
a type of aim to it. But, you know, us as men, whatever we're going to do, it don't matter what the time frame is. If we got a sight set on something, we're going to do it. And then whatever comes after that is going to come after that. You just got to meet a guy who has his stuff together and says, hey, he wants to do X, Y, Z, or he wants to build, or he wants to do X, Y, Z. Because you put a timetable on what you're going to do, that timetable has nothing to do with growth. That's just, it's just a time. Everybody has the different, you know, uh, ways of learning and think and, and growing together. So you just put a timetable on it. You just say, okay, I just got to wait. I just got to wait this out. And then I, and then I get it as far as, you know, it not being who you guys are collectively. So I'm going to read what um, Martina wrote. She said, the 90 days gave us time to find things to do to keep us interested in knowing each other more. He actually waited till I was ready. So it turned into a year and six months. Well, damn. It's crazy because he brought the 90 day rule up first. Oh, Martina, can you expound on why he brought it up first? And he waited because um, the way I carried myself, and he respected that more than anything. So I got questions. So, 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 did you guys end up being together? Yeah, we're still together five years. <gasps> oh, you got a great story. So he waited. Wait a minute. So he waited a year and a half for you. Yes, ma'am. Wow. You kind of blew my mind with that one. Wow. <laughs> wow. So it's definitely some good men left. It's just, I think that a lot of us may have certain standards, you know, that may stop us from letting that right person in, be it looks or financial, mostly looks. And. Um, could be his history, if you know anything about his dating history. Um, but they're out there. That's great, Martina. Yeah, um, we first, you know, set the boundaries and, like, just laid everything on the table of what we like and what we dislike. And he, um, he brought the 90-day rule up. And he actually, we went on a date to this restaurant. And he's like, let's have some fun. Let's play a card game. And he laid the cards out, and all the cards were some of the things that he liked about me. And then other cards was what he respected about me. And the bonus card actually said, I respect your mind, your body, and your soul. So whenever the time is right, we'll both know. So That's beautiful. Martina, um, so did you guys do anything like you know this, uh, that's close to sex? No, <laughs> you know, no, that's, no hanky panky, none. Like we kissed, but other than that, that was just uh -huh. no carpet, no carpet cleaning, and nothing. Touchy feely. That's good. Now, did y'all? Now, I'm gonna ask you a question. Did mm -hmm. now nah, y'all two waited for each other, but did y'all did y'all did y'all do anything outside? Well, I'm gonna ask you, did you do anything outside of him? No, I don't believe in cheating. 
um, if I felt I felt you had to cheat, there's no point of being together. Beautiful. That is. Oh, that's definitely a good story. I always tell, I always tell a person if I'm with them, if you're going to cheat, then just let me know and then we could just end it because there's no point. I feel like I put too much in a relationship to be cheated on. So if you want to do that, just don't be with me. I know that's right. But oftentimes we find ourselves in situations where we say that, you know, the person that we choose that we're with at the time may be so selfish that they want their cake and eat it too. So oftentimes we need to really make up our minds. What are we going to do? Like if that's the deal, if cheating is a deal breaker, then we have to really stick to that. Right. And these new dudes, child, they want their cake. They want a crab leg, child. They want some ice cream. They want a shot of Henny. Like they want a lot and it's a lot to keep up with. In these times right now, like, it's really a lot. Not a shot at Henny. <laughs> they want it all. Oh. Well, I definitely have to say, you know, I enjoyed this discussion. Um, I want to give another shout out to CEO Reek for tapping in and listening and being supportive. Um, we definitely appreciate that. Over here, we want to give thanks to all the men that that came through and supported Sister Cold. And I, you know, I really, really will hope that we can bridge this gap between men and women and just get back to the way things used to be. Whether it be like we just great friends and everybody keep their morals and values in place and not feel pressured and obligated to compromise for any reason. Um, I want to leave the floor for any final thoughts from anyone before we conclude this sister code. I just want to say thanks for always having a great room, even though I was late getting off of work. But it was really, really good to tap in with you guys. And I always, always, always love the girl talk. But I really like when the men tap in and we get to know them a little bit, too. And they share with us and they're not shy about talking. I appreciate them for coming through and doing that. Because it's hard, you know, opening up, especially about personal stuff. So, Larry, you're always a pleasure, like, in any space. So, shout out to you for coming through. I miss CEO Reek, but I'm sure he came through and he was very, very, very supportive. Um, but yeah, uh, I really hope to do this again, y'all. Gotta keep it real with my sisters. I know that's right. So, are there any more final thoughts before we conclude this episode? Well, thank you for joining us here at Sister Cold. Um, we encourage you to join the conversations next time, every time, anytime. And um, look for these um, episodes to be uploaded on YouTube, the Sister Cold channel, and subscribe to that as well. And join the club so you can get your notifications on Clubhouse and follow the channel so you can get your notifications when the next episode is uploaded. 
Thank you guys.